Welcome to Sci Section. My name is Yumna Jaffrey, and I am the journalist for the Sci Section radio show, broadcasted on CFMU 93.3 FM radio station. We are here today with Sayed Sultan Ali, and thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me. Okay, and we will move to the first question today. Who are you, and what is your current position in the scientific field? I am working as a chief scientist, Rice Research Institute, Kala Shakaku. Uh, because I got my uh, BSN and MS honors degree in agriculture, from that time, I like the rice crop. So it's the basmati rice and the purple rice? Yeah, basmati and purple rice. But basmati rice with 10 m grain land. This is the first time, first time any institute developed such a long rise. So this is our very big contribution for Pakistan. And again, I, as I mentioned, the purple rice, we, it will be a commercial rice within one to one, two years. It has many nutritional values, like I have 23 different kinds of antioxidants. Antioxidants means anti-cancerous rice, anti-inflammatory rice, anti-diabetic rice, having more, more, more fiber, more uh, vitamins, more, um, uh, you can say, uh, fat, more minerals. I contributed in a, in a way um, uh, for my farmers that they can achieve uh, 15 to 25% higher yield. You're saying that the main reason why you wanted to research rice is to help the poor fa uh, farmers in Pakistan. In the 1980s, yeah, 80s, uh, the farmers were very much poor in, in Punjab, Pakistan, and no variety was uh, bringing some prosperity for the farmers. But as I earlier mentioned, that the hybrid rice is the field which even more can produce the yield, uh, more, more percentage uh, in terms of, uh, you can say, uh, at least minimum yield, you can uh, you can say 15 to 25%. But in case of hi our hybrid, uh, it gives at, uh, you can say, even 50% higher yield. So I think this is the achievement. This way, with the, with the minimum inputs, with the minimum cost of production, you can get the maximum yield. When you get the maximum yield, it means you have the surplus. You have the surplus. Uh, quantity of rice uh, to feed your population. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, it's great that you're finding uh, these new uh, breeds of rice that can feed a broader population with minimal effort. That's incredible. And I'm sure being at your position right now as the chief scientist in Pakistan uh, for rice did not happen easily. Could you tell me about some challenges you faced uh, growing up, maybe pursuing your education or your current issues right now as a researcher? Yes, uh, so many problems because Pakistan is, is, a, is an underdeveloped country. So uh, uh, there's a shortage of budgets, always, always, any government, any government, always shortage of budget, even shortage of scientists. When you visit international organizations, many private, um, you can say, companies, they, they give donations for their research work. 
and, and on the basis of budgets and donations, international organizations, they not only um, hire the better scientists and on, on, higher, on higher wages, and they contribute a lot for the betterment of the humanity. But in Pakistan, being the poor country, uh, always face the problem uh, of the finance, of the finance. So even 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 our budget, you can say, uh, is announced for one year. But every, uh, uh, you can say, we we avail this budget uh, just for three months. Then again for three months. Then again for three months. So this is the way we face many problems for budget. And the problem is the shortage of the scientists. Uh, we have a, a strength of forty uh, scientists at RRKSK, but presently working with less less than 50% strength, you can say. So, so due to a, a financial constraint, so some political persons, they also pressurize to, uh, to keep him this person for this post, either it is eligible or no. How about, um, what kind of advice do you have for students who may be in or out of Pakistan, who are listening to the show right now and are interested in pursuing research and agriculture like you? Yeah. Yes, it's very important question <laughs> because agriculture is just like worship. It's just like worship. It is not a, prof a profession just to earn. It is a profession to serve the people, to serve the mankind. And when you serve the mankind, and it is so, then then you have to devote all of your efforts, all your energy for their betterment. But, but. I am sorry to say, uh, the young scientists, young scientists who are joining this agricultural research, they prefer to work in the lab, in the lab for for DNA uh, labs. But until unless you work in the field and you adopt the conventional breeding program for the development of the new varieties, no success is there. You may become the expert of the modern equipments, modern technologies, but in throughout the world, not talking about the Pakistan, I'm talking about the all world, the modern world, America, Australia, no commercial variety has been developed by using these modern technologies. These modern technologies, they just help the conventional reader to to uh, to increase and improve his work, work, but the preference of the young scientists is to work in the in the air conditioned labs. So this is my this is not good. This is not good for even themselves because when they work in the labs or in the air conditions, they will uh, learn nothing about the practical aspects of the crop. So it is my advice to young scientists. If they like to work in the rice crop, they will have to enter in the puddle soil. In the puddle soil where the water is hot, water is hot and even the temperature in the sky is very hot. Uh, June, July, you, you say very hot um, months of the year. So water in the field is very hot and, that, and the sun is very hot in the um, uh, sky. So, but if you have the dedication, if you have the passion for the betterment of the future, for the betterment of the mankind, you have to 
have to have uh, work in the field under the puddle soil. I see. So you're saying that there needs to be more influence for hands-on experience, right, in the lab, rather than yeah. not having the results actually reflect what's happening in the real world, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Um, thank you so much for that answer. And I think you already kind of uh, mentioned it, but what do you think the scientific community as a whole, as a, as a whole community needs right now? What do they need to achieve? What do they need to know? Very few scientists, very few scientists of Pakistan, they have the chance to visit international uh, institutions. So if, if we have the chances of collaborative research and, and visiting each other institute, there will be better improvement in the shortest possible time. Sorry. So uh, for international community, uh, I, I would request uh, the, the uh, big research institute, uh, please uh, give the more funds allocation for the countries like Pakistan. Because the Pakistan government is a poor government, it cannot afford such a big uh, uh, funding. So the international funding agencies should provide the opportunities, opportunities uh, for the Pakistani scientists to uh, for, to visit the other international organizations for the betterment of our local people. Yeah, no, that's very important to have more emphasis on collaboration across the world, right? Especially if you have a common goal, then it's very important to talk with others who are pursuing that. So thank you so much for that answer. And, and that's it for this week of SciSection. So make sure that you check out uh, our podcast available on global platforms for our latest interviews.